So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mile. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. Ooh. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. I have some feedback from my husband. Apparently I say two drinks cinema the same way every time. Well, you can. It's all right. Yeah. Because as we've said in previous episodes, people like comfort and regularity. Yeah. Change is bad. Change is bad. This week, we are reviewing The Life of Brian. Mm -hmm. As a little preview before we get into our Christmas episodes. Yes. Because Brian Brian of Nazareth, Brian Cohen, was born on... Christmas, Christmas Day. Day, the same day, and next door to Jesus. And the only carol about his life is Brian, Brian, a boy named Brian. It's not quite once in Royal David City. He has arms, <laughs> and legs, <laughs> and hands, and feet. It's not. Uh, That's about as exciting as he gets. And there's no um, organ, like it's not a church organ and a no, choir. No, it's more a. It's just Bond song. <laughs> yeah, it's a sixteen-year-old girl. Singing it. What? Yeah. No, it's Shirley yep. Bassey. No, well, <laughs> could be. The uh, Brian Brian song, it's called. So they went all out on the lyrics mm. and the title. Uh, from Wikipedia is the title song from the 1979 film Monty Python's Life of Brian. It was released as a single in the UK on 16 November 1979 as a double A side. Ooh. With Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Mm. Uh, the was the lyrics were written by Michael Palin. Uh, it was performed by sixteen-year-old Sonia Jones. That's insane to me. Yeah. Um, with a string and brass accompaniment in the style of a John Barry film theme. Yes, they didn't want to say what film, but Goldfinger. Yes, he did write a lot of Bonds. He wrote Doctor No. Uh, Casino Royale, The Spy Who Loved Me, From Russia With Love, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, Moonraker. Yep. At Goldfinger. Goldfinger, yep. In Goldfinger, he perfected the Bond sound, a heady mixture of brass, jazz elements, and sensuous melodies. Sensuous. <laughs> That's sensuous. That's not sensuous. <laughs> That's the opening song, uh, which is very clever. Yes. But it comes after 
the silliness of the stable. Yeah, yeah. Of classic Python Terry Jones playing a woman. Yes. And she plays Brian's mother who is visited by the three wise men yep. on the first ever Christmas night, December 25, yep. 000, 000. Graham Chapman in blackface. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Different time. Didn't particularly age well, this There movie. are a few moments, and we'll get to them. Didn't particularly age well. There is a blackface. There's a little kid, black kid as well. Moment. Um, there is the little black... Slave boy, mm-hmm. which, but it was one. It was thirty three A.D. Yeah, so different time, historically accurate, different time. Um, but also it doesn't doesn't age well in the fact that it's like, I don't want to say doesn't age well, but you know it's like you look at the movie and you go, this is late seventies. Yeah, yeah, you can tell when it's from, uh, but I don't think it's. It shouldn't be up for cancellation. No. It's, yeah, no. It's a comedy satire. But also, like, the fact that there's blackface in it, Mm -hmm. I think, like, this is controversial, right? Okay. The Hey Hey It's Saturday incident. Okay. Okay. Yep. Blackface has always been pretty offensive to people of colour. Yep. Right? But in Australia... It wasn't a thing. Like, blackface wasn't a portrayal okay. like it was in America, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so when the blackface people came on Red Faces mm-hmm. on the Hey Hey It's Saturday, yep. because we don't have the history around it, yes, it wasn't done in an offensive way. It was Harry Connick Jr. as from the North Americas. Who brought up how offensive it is. Yep. Hmm. And I think there's okay. a little bit of English people doing blackface is the a little bit different yeah. to American people doing blackface. Yes. Obviously, no one should do it now because yep. everyone should know fully how offensive it is. Yes. But 1979, British film, different time. And that that's their style of comedy as well. It's like it's when you watch a comedy where it like South Park. Yeah. If you're going to be offended by South Park, it's not for you. Yeah. Like it's meant to be a piss take of everything and to like an exaggerated point. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, Kanye West, they make fun of Kanye West not having a sense of humor. And then he doesn't like the depiction of him just proves that he doesn't have a sense of humor. Yes. That's a completely different topic, but... So, there, there were some things that wouldn't be done that way today. But then, like, one of the wise men probably was a person of colour. They probably all were. Jesus so would probably we, was. Oh, Jesus was. So, then would they, have, would they get in trouble if they didn't make one of the pythons who plays the wise men... A person of colour, and then yeah. they'd be accused of whitewashing the story. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, that's some seriousness. It's also not a true story for anybody listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus is a true story. I don't know if Brian was no. actually next door. Brian next door. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Brian. Brian. We worship you, O'Brien. 
What? And then they, we are astrologers. Oh, what is he? Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn. He's the king of the Jews. King of the Jews. Ooh, is that all Capricorns? Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be a lot of them. But it's just Brian who they think is our Lord and Saviour. And so they give him frankincense and myrrh. Up until I watched this movie, I didn't know myrrh was a balm. A balm? <laughs> what are you giving a balm for? I, yeah, I didn't. Myrrh's not a thing. Um, it just rhymes with the song. Um but it's like, it is funny. The opening scene is very funny. Yes. And then it's like they think, and then they murder. Oh, thanks to the golf. Thank you. Don't Maybe, worry. Don't, don't worry, worry so much about the mirror next time. <laughs> and then they work out it's not Jesus. And then they come back. It's not that one fat woman sitting in the stable by herself. It's the glowing yeah. infant <laughs> at the other end of the stables. And then they come push her down by her face, which they do a bit in this. Just push people in the face. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a Python thing. And Yeah, so they do that, then we get the song. Then we get the song Brian, a babe called Brian. Not a woman called Brian. Um Sonia Jones, that's about the only thing Sonia Jones sang. Well, maybe it's Terry Jones's niece. It could be. I just made that up. Maybe I'll look at that. There you go. It's uh it's a good song. It is. And good. then we go to the Sermon on the Mount. I was when we when I watched it, I was like the the scene after the song. Yes, it like opens up and then you know it's the rolling desert, and yep. there's all the people gathered and it says thirty three AD, blah blah blah. And I was like, if you just turned it on now and saw that, you'd think you were starting to watch a legitimate historical film. Yeah, but then you wait five minutes and then it's like speak up. <laughs> yep, and then. They're all, you know, yeah, they're all the taking the piss out of each other, calling each other big nose. Big nose. Not understanding and blessed are the cheese makers. Yes. I can't, I'd obviously. Blessed are the meek. Oh, I'm glad they got something. I've had a hell of a time. Um, blessed are the Greek is what they hear <laughs> at first. And I don't know the Sermon on the Mount well. No. But I wonder what blessed are the cheese makers is meant to be. Well, I don't think it specifically refers to cheese makers. I think it's just general for anyone who makes dairy products. <laughs> and the the start is sketchy. Yes. And not in the dodgy way. Yeah. In the way we've talked about where it's just a whole lot of sketches. sketches. Yeah. And the then we start to get further into the story and Brian's not happy with the fact that he's half Roman. Yeah, and it's like, we got to go to a stoning. Oh, we can go to a stoning anytime. I think it's clever that they start with Jesus, but then move away from Jesus. Yeah, because they're like, you think we're going to take the piss out of Jesus? No. Nah. It's all about Brian. It's all about Brian's um, closeness to Jesus. What's the word I'm thinking of? Similarity? Parallels? Mm, um, the parallels between Brian of Nazareth and Jesus of Nazareth. Proximity. Nah, it's probably not. That's right a physical either. closeness. Yeah. Like it just happens to be in Judea at the same well, time. Well, yeah, I guess so. And he happened to be in the stables at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So they go to a stoning. They go to a stoning. Not a stonier, a stoning. Um, and then... It is funny selling stones. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, two packs of gravel. Ten big ones and a packet of gravel. Thank you, sir. Oh, I'm not going to buy any stones. It's just lying around on the ground. Oh, not these. Not these. (laughs) This craftsmanship. And you can buy pointy ones and big flat ones. Yeah. For different, obviously, effects on the man that's being stoned. um, I like that it is Eric Idle um, is the same guy, the same, like, trader. And then later on with a haggling, it's the same guy. Oh, is, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I assume, I don't know. They play obviously play different characters. Well, they've obviously, when sure they're, they're writing the same. it, they were like, who's going to play a street trader? And like, Eric Idle. Well, he's obviously. Obviously. He's the he's the only one that can play street traders. So he does both of those in the movie. Yes. Which he, they all do their character work well. Mm. I, I do wonder sometimes if they... Pick according to their strengths of portrayal. Yeah, I don't like, know. Or could is Michael like... Palin have played the street trader? What would that have been like? And then if Eric Idle had played like the ex leper and and pilot, yeah, and about forty seven other different characters, Michael play, Michael Palin plays in the movie. I think he plays the most. Oh, he does. I felt like every scene was had Michael Palin in it. Yeah, more than actually Brian. I feel like Michael Probably. Palin was in more of the movie than Graham Chapman. Yeah. And Which more because is- it was like just he'd be the ex-leper but, and then the next scene he'd be pilot. So it was like bang, bang. Yeah. Straight after. Well, and then there's even like, well, but then that's even closer together at the end when Eric Idle plays that guy that gets taken off the crucifix and then the next guy that's put up is Eric Idle. <laughs> Yeah, and then at the end as <laughs> Who well, sings the song? where it's um, John Cleese comes as like their um, head of the the Centurion Army. Yeah, to f- free Brian. Yeah, um, and then as he's walking in, John Cleese is walking out as like the Judean people's front. Or the wait, did people's I get that front right? of Judea. People's front of Judea. Yeah, no, the Judean people's front. They hate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it was like we we watched it. I rewinded it, and I'm like. Wait, who's that? I'm, oh, okay, that's clearly not John Cleese walking away. It's an interesting choice that they've done that because you could have done a cut. You could have edited yes. it. Yes, yeah. But they chose to have both of these characters on the screen and in shot at the same time. Yes. Not that I'm questioning Terry Jones's directing because I'm not a director. No. Nah. But I did film a little ad for the cafe during the week. I did see that. It was I very did good. pretty well. Um, it's very good. You can find that on uh, Dodo's Delights socials. I could have been a director. I could have been a director too. Directed a play. Yep. <laughs> Which we've mentioned a number of times recently, actually. The um, yeah, the stoning is quite yeah. funny. And then I was like, how tall is John Cleese? But then I think he's on some sort of step. He is standing thing. on a rock. But he just looked, even on the rock, he even looked like seven feet tall. And they have a, the he hat. has a hat on. Yeah. Yeah. A big, tall hat. All I said was Jehovah. The, yeah, it gets, and I think, I don't want to, you know, too much analyse it, but a lot of things are comments on things. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing about, can't say Jehovah. That piece of halibut was good enough for Jehovah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's blaspheming. Yes. And you can probably take that to now 
where people are like, mm. oh, I can't use the word woman because a trans person's going to get offended. Like, well, that, that's not the way it is. That's not what's yes. happening. I've yeah. actually heard people say that. Well, the, the people, yeah, okay, whatever. Idiot people. So it's funny how there's still that kind of thing of people being overly offended by language. Yeah. And people taking things too far to the point where the guy who's running the stoning gets stoned because he says Jehovah. Yeah. And then at the end, they just bring in a big boulder and yeah. put it on him. Which I think is the rock that he was standing on. I don't think it was because I feel like they brought it from further away. But he moved off the rock. Oh, my. It's a bunch of women. Not that I'm saying yeah, women yeah. aren't as strong. But they couldn't have carried a boulder Maybe. all that distance. I don't know. Um, then they drop it on and someone good shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you didn't miss from there. I wrote in my notes, the stoning seems like just a sketch, but saying Jehovah is blasphemy, is that like cancel culture? Is that meta because it's blasphemy? The whole movie? The whole movie is <laughs> blasphemy. Yep. The um, I wrote, cancel. just noticed the stump next to Palin's ex-leper. Oh, there was a guy like he was next to who is a leper that has a stump. Oh, yes. He has no hand. Which I hadn't noticed or before. The, and I didn't realise... I didn't realise until this watching... me. Ongoing joke of haggling. Like they, yeah. he haggles about the donation to Michael Palin. And he haggles about the stones. And then there's haggling to buy a beard from Eric yes. Idle. Obviously, yeah. he's the same character who's selling beards. And then haggles over the gourd, and the gourd. then the guy that wants to buy his gourd from him later, yeah, is haggling the whole time. <laughs> yes, um, it's a really just a movie about haggling. It's well, a, it's about the economy. Funny story about haggling and this movie. Ten for that, you must be mad. When Shane lived in Nigeria, yeah, his parents went to visit him, and mm. they were doing research, you know, as you do, and you got a book, a Lonely Planet book. Oh, okay. So this was pre-internet Lonely yeah. Planet. They get the Lonely Planet book, and in the bit about haggling, it just says to watch that scene from Monty Python's Life of Brian, because <laughs> that's how haggling works. That is how starts haggling works. Starts at twenty, you start at ten, you end at fifteen. Yeah. And Shane would, when he lived in Nigeria, go to the market every week, and he go to the same market, same market stall, and buy the same things, but haggle the, the same, same yeah. every time. So the tomatoes were two dollars, and then Shane would say, "Oh, what about eighty cents?" And then he'd end up paying a dollar thirty or whatever every single week, but he had to haggle every week because Weird. of it. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to Patreon.com/slash Two Drink Cinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash to drink cinema. Cheers. I want to say something. Uh-oh. Before we go to um, finding out the fact that Brian's a half-breed, which I probably can't say. Half, he's half Jewish, half Roman. Half Jewish, yes. half Roman. They cut quite a bit out of it and what they cut what do you yeah 
out of the film. There was a character named Otto who was German and had a little mustache. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Good, good decision. The most contra- This is from, again, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. where we do all our best research. Yep. The most controversial cuts were the scenes involving Otto, initially a recurring character who had a thin Adolf Hitler mustache and spoke with a German accent, shouting accusations of racial impurity at Judeans who were conceived, as Brian was, when their mothers were raped by Roman centurions, as well as other Nazi phrases. Good. Okay. Yeah. That. Um. Yep. I think that was a good decision. The logo, this is another thing. The logo logo of the Judean People's Front, which was designed by Terry Gilliam, was a Star of David with a small line added to each point so that it resembled a swastika. The People's Front of Judea or the Judean People's Front? The Judean People's Front, the ones they hate. Yeah. And when the crack suicide squad comes, they look Nazi. They have little moustaches and a little point on their helmet. Mm. So that's very interesting. But I'm glad they removed the Otto business. Because that's a whole yeah, sub... would have... It's a whole sub-story that's unnecessary, I think. Yeah, and it would have just, yeah, it seems a bit strange and not part of it because Nazis weren't a thing then. No, but racism was Racism was, but it was like the Nazi or the Third Reich wasn't a thing then. No, it wasn't. But that could have been how it started. Otto could have been the inspiration for Hitler. Yeah. In Hitler's version of the Bible that he Mm. read in prison in between writing Mein Kampf. Yes. Um, I tell you, the children's matinee of the gladiators (laughs) or whatever is not very well attended. No. Well, would you take your kids to it? I don't know. Would they get to buy, got a wolf chips? Nipples? Wolf nipple chips. Otter's noses. Otter's noses. And then, so that's Brian's job, selling the otter's noses and, as John Cleese calls it, the uh, imperialist tidbits yeah. of little bits that he buys anyway because Brian is convincing enough that he hates the Romans. Yeah. In an odd line, I hate the Romans already. Yeah, I don't. I hate the Romans already. Like, well, they've been around for a as while. As in already, so it's like... I already hate them, so I'm half in your group. No, I don't get it. Is it meant to be I hate the Romans all right? Maybe. No. I don't mm. know. That doesn't really make sense either. It's, it's um, 42 years old, so um, we we'll never know. Was Graham Chapman cast as Brian because he's the better actor or because he looks the most Jewish? Well, in the scene where he wakes up in the morning, I'm not convinced he looks the most Jewish then. Uh. <laughs> Okay, yeah, true. I wasn't paying that close attention. They have said they that he is the best actor. Yeah. As in terms of... A character. One... A, a, a kind of serious character. Because Brian and also King Arthur in Holy Grail mm. aren't funny characters. Yeah. They're, it's almost the straight man in the whole movie. That yeah. Everything else happens around. Yes, And yes. I think they've all said... Mostly posthumously, so there's probably a little bit of uh, rose-coloured glasses. Yeah. That he was the best serious actor and the best at being that straight man amongst all of the mad character work of the rest of them. Yeah, and the others are also very good at doing multiple characters in the yeah thing, like particularly... 
and in the and in the sketch show in Monty Python's Flying Circus, Graham Chapman's characters are the most similar. Right. He's always kind of playing that that straight man. Um, ironically, and amongst wild characters, you know, he's often the host of the TV show, the talk show, and has to have the serious conversation. So Mm. I think that's more what it is than his look. Yes. Um, I did like the scene where, um, Brian goes to graffiti the wall. Yeah. Romans get out. What is it? Romans go home. Romans go home. And then he's painting it. And then John Cleese comes along. And corrects his his grammar. grammar. Yeah. And says, just do it all. Just do it until you get it right. Right at a hundred times. Yeah. And then the hundred times takes him all night. And by that time, the guard shift has changed. Yes. And the guards see that he's written it a hundred times. It's a very... In linguistic circles, I studied some linguistics. Mm. It's a very funny scene for it linguists. It's how, it's how people get into it. Like, if that's what it's like, then I'm in. Yeah, I did. I did two years of uni and I'm like, I've never painted a castle wall yet. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. It wasn't the same. Yeah. Um, after that, then he gets arrested, Brian. Yep. And he goes in the cell. With another with Michael the, Palin. With another Michael Palin. And that's the bit, like we were saying before, he... Was um he was in the cell with Michael Palin hanging upside down, and then John Cleese and takes him t- up to John Michael Palin, Michael Palin pilot. <laughs> yeah, yep. yep. It's and then but, Michael Palin needs to call his friend Bickus, Bickus, Dickus, Bickus. and his wife. Very good, very good. How many? I was thinking, how many takes do you think they had to do that? One because it's like it's a weird thing of like you're not meant to laugh, but then you're meant to. Laugh. Yeah. So because you're not meant to just like straight away, it's just hilarious. Yep. And but then it's like you have to fake laugh and it would have been hard to like half fake laugh but then not fully laugh. And then get your, when you do burst out laughing, it has to be in the right time. Yes. And then. Seek him or whatever. And then there's, yeah, yeah. all the diff, it would have been. He has a wife, you know. <laughs> It could have just been um, ad-libbed because Michael Palin does kind of move around the room. Yeah. So it could have just been those couple of guards just try and hold your laughter in. Yeah. And if they don't know the script, then that might be genuine laughter. Yeah. And then Michael Palin moves according to whoever's laughing and he knows his lines and it doesn't matter who he's saying them to. Yeah. We skipped a bit. Oh, we did. Um, when Eric Idle, Stan, announces oh, gosh, that yes. he wants to become Loretta. I want to be a woman. Now, I'm undecided about yeah. how well this has aged. It, it, they accept it very quickly. Which is Except John Cleese. Well, I wrote bit, that. But it, eventually. They accept it better than thir- in 38 AD, 33 AD, 30, than, they- than a lot of people do now. Yes. But, it's but John it's Cleese like, does say, it's like, where's the what, fetus going to yeah. gestate? You're going to keep it in a box. Because he wants to be a woman because... He wants to have babies. He wants to have babies. But that's not still not how that works. Yeah. it's a, that, That's a fact. Yeah. Where's the fetus going to gestate? And I think, I think it's actually 
done well for the time mm. because John Cleese is like, you can be a woman, but you can't have babies. Yes. He's like, I'll call you Loretta, no problem. I'll change your pronouns. Yeah. And I'll ch- and by the end of the film... Sibling. It's, they yeah. change from brother <laughs> and brother and sister to sibling. So they've gone gender neutral yes quicker than a lot of people in 2021 yeah yeah because they didn't they stopped saying brother sister yeah. to saying sibling mm. um but then also they say um we want to dismantle the whole roman empire except for anyone to do with drainage public health yeah. blah blah blah, blah <laughs> and anything that's benefited jews of both sexes and hermaphrodites yeah <laughs> that bit <laughs> Maybe not so much. Well, I don't think there was the quite the, the knowledge about intersex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the the variations, the, the of, vocabulary of gender and sex weren't there. Yes, there were just men, women, and hermaphrodites yeah. in the language yeah, of yeah. nineteen seventy nine. There probably weren't even hermaphrodites in thirty three AD in the language. Yes. So they've done well to add that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do accept it quickly, and. Just call her Loretta for the rest of the film. Loretta, there is, and it is it goes. It does progress a bit to like stand Loretta. Ooh, sorry, brother, yep. sister. Yeah, yeah. To just sister Loretta, and Judith makes a good point. Say we're going to fight the Romans for your right to have babies. Yeah, not we're going to fight the Romans so you can have babies, but so you can have the right to have babies if yeah. you want them. Yes, <laughs> I think she does well throughout the movie of being. S- serious, She's which is the hard job to do in this movie. Yeah, can you imagine trying to play the the serious, committed woman character? Yeah, amongst Michael Palin, John Cleese, and Terry Jones. Oh, yeah. no, not Terry Jones. Eric um, Idle. Eric Idle. Mm. It would be difficult. Yeah, and um, because it's well, it's like well written. The yeah. serious bits that are like political. Satire, yeah, are still as well written as the stupid, sketchy comedy bits. Yeah, and I think, and this is the thing about comedy: good comedy is written by very intelligent people. Yeah, yeah, like comedians that are very successful comedians are highly intelligent people. I saw some video, one of those bullshit video countdowns, it was like. The ten most surprisingly uh, like um, smart celebrities, or something. It was like it was like it was like just because Blossom can act, yeah, doesn't mean she's not smart. Yep. And then it was some other thing. It was like you know, it was like she's a she's got a PhD of some crazy science thing, neuroscience. Yeah. And then it was all like that kind of thing. I'm like, they're still smart just because they're not like. There's a speaking of Blossom. She's the new host of Jeopardy, of the Jeopardy yes. specials. Yeah, yeah. I forgot her name. Mayam Bialik. Mayam Bialik, yep. Yep. There's a good clip out there of her completely shutting someone down on a on red, red carpet, carpet. Yeah, interview. Like, oh, how hard was it with blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I have a PhD in neuroscience, so I know what all that means. Yeah. How hard was it to act this uh, act as a scientist with all the jargon? And yeah. she's like... I have a PhD, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm okay with jargon. It was some other thing as well. She's actually more qualified than any of those people yeah. on that show to play a scientist. <laughs> yeah. 
She did. She only auditioned as like a last ditch thing. She was like, she had her kids and kind of her kids were at an age, I think, where she was ready to go to have the flexibility of acting. Yeah. Um, or the unsureness of the acting career. And so she's like, oh, I'll give this one a go. It's Instability. Sci- it's, that's what I want. <laughs> it's science. You know, I'm a scientist. We'll see how we go. And millions, she, millions of dollars later, she yeah, did all right. She didn't even know um, the show. Nah. And she didn't even know the guy who plays Sheldon that I don't know the Jim name Parsons. of. Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. She yeah. didn't even know who Sheldon Cooper was. Yeah. And she auditioned and bang, she's in. And now she's the host of the Jeopardy specials. Yes. But women can be clever, as Judith has proved in the life of Brian. Yeah, to get it back on track. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is very well written, uh, and that's what makes very good satire, mm. is that the serious stuff is serious. The stuff that requires knowledge is correct. Yeah. And then there's the silliness of the stoning and the silliness of... Terry Jones squealing and falling off the chair at the very start of the movie. Yes. And the silliness of aliens. Yeah. Of falling. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, like, what drugs were they on that day when Why they not? wrote that? Why not put that in? But it was funny because. <laughs> oh, you lucky the, bastard. You lucky bastard. The, um, <laughs> the effects of, like, the spaceship in the sky. Not great. Yep. But then the actual look of the close-up of the aliens and him in the ship yeah. looks really good. It could have been Jim Henson. It could have just... it was You know, that's obviously their more puppet and real things rather than whatever they were trying to do with the spaceship. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it was just so random. And probably was one thing if a studio or whoever was watching it probably could have wanted to cut because it has no impact on the story. It doesn't need to be in there. You know what but I mean? But it's funny. It's funny and it's that's what they do. And it so, gives Terry Gilliam something to do. Yeah. So it works. That, that's why it's in there, to give him something to do. Yep. Um, uh, as you were saying before about people learning to haggle, you want to know what haggling is. Yep. Watch the thing. If you want, If you're thinking of joining a committee... Oh, yes. Um, and you want to know what it's like, watch the scenes with the people's front of Judea because that's actually quite accurate. Their meeting, their, their two or three meetings, is exactly how a committee works. The one at the end where Judith comes back because Brian's being crucified and she's like, something's actually happening, Reg. <laughs> and Reg goes, this calls for immediate discussion. Yeah. <laughs> And then they skip to general business on the agenda and Loretta, which make the woman write the minutes, has to write the minutes of um, what they're discussing and they get it done just in time to decide to name him a martyr. Yes. Not to rescue (laughs) him. Not to rescue him. Um, But yes, if you're out there thinking of joining a volunteer committee, Brett and I have both done our times on volunteer committees and I don't think I will for a very, very long time. (laughs) Do it again. Uh, that is exactly what it's like. It, it's so, that's one of the things, you know, when you watch things, you identify with things, obviously, from your experience. 
There'll be a lot of yes. people that watch those scenes and just goes, oh, that's a bit funny. They're chatting instead of doing. Whereas like we watch meeting it, I had the other night. Yeah, we watch it and we go, oh, God, I've been in these actual meetings. <laughs> it's like when The Office came out, it was very different for me watching it as a teacher than it was for mum watching it as someone who's worked in an office for 30 years. Yeah. And the other thing that still rings true now is the unorganised political resistance. Yes. Like the Judean People's Front, the People's Front of the Judea, their company of Free Galilee, which is the one they meet in the sewers, the, the Judean the... Popular People's Front. <laughs> and then there was that one guy. One that's that guy. <laughs> the Judean Popular Front. The Judean Popular Front. So there's all these things, and instead of struggling together, <laughs> as yes. Brian suggests, yeah. They fight each other. Against the common enemy, the Judean people's front? <laughs> yeah. No, the Romans. If they'd all got together, then they could have they could have demanded the two days to dismantle the entire Roman Empire. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Then the story continues. A lot more big nose jokes. Yep. Um, it's fun. Like I wrote about that um, meeting in the sewer. That when they're sewage workers on their way to a conference. Yeah. But also John Cleese, Reg, has a bad back, so he won't go. So oh, that yeah. John Cleese can be the leader of the other group. Yes. Because obviously in their list of things, John Cleese is the only one that plays leaders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Other than Pilot, but he's like... He's the head centurion. He's, he's the a head figurehead. of the people's yeah. GD in front. He's the head of the um, company Free Galilee. He is Lancelot. In Life of Brian. Yeah. Which is like the boss of the Knights of the Round Table. He opens a hotel later, runs that. Yeah. Yeah. Badly. We don't talk about ageing well when it comes to Manuel <laughs> in Faulty Towers. No. We're not uh, going to talk about that. Then they hide and then Brian becomes... he. Then he does the whole speaking thing. I forget how that transitions. He escapes because they laugh at biggest dickers. Oh, he escapes. Then they go to the headquarters as a people's friend of Judea and he hides on the balcony and then it breaks. And then he knocks yes. out that guy. Knocks out that guy. The guy that's like, and a man shall lose his friend's, friend's hammer. <laughs> and yeah, that one, who's my favourite of all the speakers. And then he, in another piss take of a Jesus speech, yeah, which I didn't realise until the kind of recent... Rewatches, which is very clever. That speech that he says while the guards are walking past yeah. is another Jesus sermon that he's mm -hmm. changed words to. Yeah. So Jesus says, they shall inherit the earth. Yeah. And Brian says, for they shall inhibit their girth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like cheesemakers and Greek yeah. at the start. And then starts the... Real piss take of organized religion. Yes. In that he says half a sentence and gains six followers. Yeah. And then he goes, and he dipped it and I'm and done. Who and who shall like, be given? Given what? Given what? what? But oh, before no, that, nothing. when it's like he's telling his other story and he says, Think of the flowers. Do they have jobs? <laughs> He's the like, lilies. He says the flowers are scrounging. Picture the lily. <laughs> Picture the lily. What happens to the bloody flowers now? <laughs> this man had two servants. 
What were their names? Oh, I don't know their names. Oh, was it three servants? Oh, he doesn't oh, even he know. He's, he's making, making it up as he goes along. <laughs> oh, they're called Simon and Adrian. You said you didn't know. Oh, classic. And then they get him and then they think he's the Messiah and then... For no the reason. Gourd, the holy gourd of Jerusalem. They, there's absolutely no reason for them to think he's the Messiah. No, there was just other a small group said, of people that liked what he said and that was it. Other than the fact that he said, if a flower can be pretty without having a job, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. They've, fa- they've based a whole religion on that. Yeah. And that they should not focus on the things of the feet and the legs, but of the head and the mind. <laughs> That's what casting off his shoe means. Yeah, so then it was the holy gourd of Jerusalem. The whole, cast off your shoes, follow the gourd. He's been taken up. Aliens reference. Okay. Oh, oh, nope, there he no, is. He's over, over there. there. He's over there. And there's the different interpretations of everything that he yeah. says. The yes. shoe and the gourd and the uh, all of that stuff. They hit miracle because he didn't talk. The guy was yeah, <laughs> he didn't talk, and it's a miracle. They all want them to hurt his foot. Yeah, please hurt my foot. And then he can't get rid of all of these followers. They follow him up onto the mountains. There is no food in these high mountains, and it's a miracle that he made the juniper bush bring yes. forth junipers, yep. juniper berries. Yep. Yep. That's what they make gin out of, in mm-hmm. case you didn't know. And then he tells them all to fuck off. Yeah. How shall we fuck off, O oh Lord? And he goes, only a true Messiah would deny his divinity. He's like, well, what bloody chance does that give me? <laughs> all right, then I am the Messiah. He is. He is the Messiah. And then they kill Terry Jones. As a heretic. Oh, yes. They're very quick, just like religious zealots are in real life. Mm-hmm. Very quick to call people heretics. And then they swarm by after he has sex with Judith. Oh, yeah. And they're all at the front with their their sandals on sticks yeah, and group their gourds. With the sandals, groups with gourds. Gourd sales through the roof. Oh, great. That bloke, Eric Idle. So much haggling. Eric Idle would have sold out of gourds that oh, day. Yeah. Like nobody's business. The yeah. yeah. Then there's the nudity. Yes, very much. And we see uh, Graham Chapman's whole penis. All of it. Yes. Can we come up with another word for that? Because we have yarbos. We have yarbos. Oh, dick. No, because that's they wouldn't allow that. Shl- no, it's not schlong. Not schlong. <laughs> that's worse. Appendage. No, no, it has to really? be a, a word that no one else uses because no one else uses no yarbos. yarbos. Um, swing swang. That, sh- sh- that, what, that sounds like it sh- could be a word for yeah, penis. Um, Whereas if you just said, if yarbos, you said yarbos, you don't know what's okay. We'll we'll, we'll workshop that. Yeah, if listeners, if you have any ideas, listeners, if there's a movie where they call a penis something as ridiculous as calling boobs yarbos, yeah, let us know. let us know, and we'll review that because I, I can't I can't um, think of one. I can't think of one. Interestingly. They, you see full swing swang. <laughs> yes. You see full bush on Judith. Yeah. But they cover her yarbos. Yeah, which is interesting. Like nipples are the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the censors said, right, bush is okay. Dick's okay. I don't want to see any nipple. Yeah. Obviously, it was maybe it was Instagram. 
was it was rated by Instagram. Maybe. They don't want to see any nipples on Instagram. Yeah, Meta Meta got into it. Oh, Meta. Yeah. Let's you hate Meta. Well, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the classic line, yes, we are all different. Yes. I'm not. I'm not. That scene goes a little too far for me. When they all say everything together, like, a bit overkill. that wasn't a minute just now. They all yeah. say that together. Oh, but then Eric Idle pops oh, up. Are you like, a virgin? <laughs> if it's not a personal question. <laughs> and, yeah, we, and it's we know and from then... previous scenes that uh, Brian's mother is not, not a virgin. A virgin. Um, then she, she slams the door and then they all go, yeah, 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 she yeah is. She she, be, that she must, must mean be. she is, yeah. In that, I, I actually think that's good. I get what you mean, though, that it was too much of it over I, and over again. Get, like the joke, no, no, the gag yeah. wore off a bit. I get the he says something, they agree, because that's churchy. Yes. Minister congregation. Yeah. But when they're, when they're having a conversation with Brian's mum all together... It's a bit much. That's a bit much for Okay, me. yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. You're fucking nicked me, old beauty. Before that comes, though, I don't know. I just had that written down. <laughs> so before that comes, in there. is George Harrison's uh, oh. three hundred three million pound cameo. Yes. I like this in this scene because then it's like everybody wants the Messiah and they want something from him and. Um, and Reg kind of goes, stuff. this is the man that's letting us have the mount on Sunday, and that man is George Harrison. Goes, and you hello. can, and hello. You can tell because he goes, hello. That was that's bad. his whole line. Hello. No. No. Um, hello. You'll lose some marine. No, I can't do it today. <laughs> um, but Been then practicing. That, and then the funny thing is um, the woman, the man and the woman from the start at Jesus' mount yeah, speech. That with have the, the little, little black slave. Yeah. Um, are in that room as well. So they just like yeah. no, randomly pop up every now and then throughout the movie. And with rich privilege, they're just like, my wife has a headache. Yeah. Like, we've got a luncheon appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody wants to, all of a sudden they think he can heal people. Uh, Reg is trying to get those possessed by devils yeah. to keep them under control for a moment. There's lepers, there's mount agents. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't know, Mount Ancients. Whatever George Harrison's yeah. character He's is. He's a landlord of a mount. He owns the mount. Yep. Uh, Which is get a just few, a hill in a... <laughs> get a few shekels mm. for hiring that out. Yes, and then um, Brian gets... Fucking nicked. Fucking nicked me old beauty again. That is a classic line. I don't know we why. Quote, we used to quote it a Ooh, fair bit. Fucking You're nicked. fucking nicked me old beauty. And... Then we get the speech impediment scene. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad and hasn't aged particularly well. If Anne Hathaway's not allowed to have long fingers, <laughs> then it's probably not good that we're taking the piss out of speech impediments. But why? What are we? What? It's a bit funny. It is a bit funny. <laughs> it's one of those things as well. If you showed it to 
people now, they would be like, oh, that's not funny. That's been done before. But I'm like, well, this is 40 years old, so... Yeah, it hadn't been done like that Yeah, before. And I, I like, and he plays it very well, how John Cleese knows the issues of the speech impediment but doesn't, like, can't say it because it's big as Dickus. Yes. Who wanks as high as any in Wome. <laughs> and Pilot, who is obviously the boss of John Cleese. Yeah. So he has this whole list. Oh, we have a Samson the Sadducee Strangler. We have seven seditious scribes from Caesarea. And Bigger Stickers goes, let me take it. And he goes, no, no, no. And they're like, oh, no. That's I think that's Graham Chapman's only other character other than the wise man at the start. Yeah, I think so. And he does it. Maybe he was the most convincing to have a lisp. I do like the fact as well that they do do the whole biggest digger scene earlier as like just a piss take, but then they do bring him back as like a real person and be like, yeah. no, he's real. Biggest Dickus is a real person. Yeah. Because they think Biggest Dickus isn't a real name and Nautius Maximus isn't a real name, but he is. And he's then, and then Judith comes and says, release Brian. And they're like, that's a good one. Woolies Brian. Yeah. We have got a Brian, sir. And so they go and release him. And Crucifixion. Yeah. Lovely. One line, oh, line on the left, line one on cross the, each. One cross each. Thank you. Crucifixion. Uh, no. No, freedom. Uh, freedom for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we're going to let him go free. The two, the Terry Gilliam and Eric Idle character in that scene are very funny. Oh, especially then when it's like, where they go? And they're like stuttering. It's like, oh, so, oh, oh, so keep I telling your story. Tell you. And then oh, they just yes, go so on like yeah. normal. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Nothing too deep and clever there. Just well done. Just, yeah, well done, stupid comedy. And I like how they they present the like, you'll be on show as you go through the town. So yeah. nice firm back, nice straight lines. Like it's a yeah. parade of crucifixion, which I can imagine it would have been. Like it's the Romans trying to prove to all the Jews that yeah. this is the punishment. Yes. If you fuck up, you're going to be... Punished and you're going to be crucified. Okay. But it could be worse. Could be stabbed. Could be worse. You could just help a guy carry his cross for a bit and then you're fucked. And then you're in. <laughs> and then you're... Yeah. Then they, they do all get up on the crosses and everybody from the start's there again. Big nose Michael Palin. Yeah, Michael Palin, yeah. Husband and wife. And then... Um, and, the... The, and even the extra long umbrella for the <laughs> little boy to hold. And then they wanted... They needed to be in a... A Protestant crucifixion this is a, section. <laughs> and this is a purely Jewish section. They don't yeah. want the Samaritan in there. Yeah. And the guys go, anyone who doesn't want to be crucified here, <laughs> raise your hand. And then I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm, I'm Brian. Brian. I'm Brian and so is my wife. As obviously a piss take of Spartacus. Spartacus. So there's a link if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to our Spartacus yeah. episode. Um, And then you see the people come in. His mum comes. And instead of, instead of trying to save him, the mum's like, you're a stupid boy. Yeah. And she leaves. Judith comes and says, well done. Yes. This is fantastic she... what you're doing. <laughs> and then the committee, the Judean People's Front brackets, officials, close brackets. Oh, the People's Front of Judea. And yes, the People's Front of Judea yeah, brackets, God, officials, so <laughs> close brackets, come to congratulate him on this, the occasion of his martyrdom. Yeah. And that's when they go, sibling Brian, they call sibling him. Sibling yes. Brian, very good. <laughs> very inclusive 
language. And then, then we finally John get Cleese to becomes see. John Cleese. Yep, and they can release Brian, and then they take Eric Idle off. And then Eric Idle gets put up. And then Eric Idle's back, and we finally get to see the Judean people's front. Yes. Crack Suicide Squad. And that's Otto, <laughs> who is in charge of the Crack Suicide Squad. Oh. The Hitler-like. Right. Uh, yeah. We, we should, were, was in the movie in other versions. Yes, which they decided to take out. So they all kill themselves, and then... It's we the, get the song. It's not the best fake stabbing I've ever it's seen a in a movie. Sideways. It's a bit under your arm, like yeah. a school play. Yeah, just stab that little yeah. wooden knife <laughs> yeah. under your arm. Yeah. And then the happiest ending to oh. a crucifixion I've ever seen. Cheer up, Brian. Why did I put on a, another... Does he have a speech impediment? Yes, know. he does yeah. have a little bit nothing of... Nothing comes uh, from nothing. Um, and then always look on the bright side of life. Life's a piece of shit, shit when, when you, you look, look at it. it. So you do. That's you just take the message. your final curtain with a bow. Don't be silly. <laughs> Sorry, I could keep going. <laughs> it's funny. It's a great song. It's great lyrics. It's a great message to live your life by. Just always look on the bright always side of death. Always look on the bright side just of life and death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. Can't you can't whistle into your microphone? Evidently, this song is available in the foyer, and it was, and it was a double A side with Brian's song. Yes, which would have charted pretty well, I imagine. Um, the always look on the bright side of life did. Um, the Brian song, not so much. It got in Australia. Its peak position in the. Charts was number nine. Correct. Two in Austria, one in Ireland. One in Ireland. Top three in the UK, I believe. But 35 in Belgium. Oh, it doesn't translate well. The Belgians weren't a fan. It was the the 44th highest selling single of 1991. I don't know why that's on the Wikipedia. In the UK. Oh, okay. I don't know why that's on there. Interesting. Anyway, I can't tell you what. My streaming service told me to watch next because when did, I think I watched it on a disc. When did George Harrison die? Um, oh, it could have been then. No, he died later than that. That's what I thought. But didn't they re-release it for The Passion of the Christ was also later than that? That was 2004, yeah. 2001, oh, George Harrison died. Um, and when did Graham Chapman die? 80s. I think so. 1989. So it didn't take two years for people to get to brushes. No. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe they just did a re-release of the DVD or something. Well, not in 1991. The VHS. VHS, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. But anyway, in 1991, it was the 44th highest selling single in the UK. Just behind Sinead O'Connor. I just made that up. I don't even know. That's about the same time, but whatever. I'm not going to look that up. Nah, stuff here. That was The Life of Brian... One of our, it seems the funnier the movie aren't always our funniest episodes. No, because I think we just quote the funny things we in the movie. We just quote the funny things. We hope you enjoyed the movie. I was going to um, watch Holy um, Grail Holy Grail last night, but then I thought I better not because then I'll get confused about which one I'm talking about. Yeah, because they both have Graham Chapman playing the serious main character, Yeah, John Cleese playing his um, fastidious 
offsider. Yeah. Terry Jones plays a woman. Yeah. There's a random animated sequence. The yep. monster in the cave. The monster, yeah. In Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, a couple of random songs. Yeah. There's just sketchy bits in there. Kill a rabbit in Holy Grail. We'll get to Holy Grail. We will, yes. We will. But this was released uh, on November, in November. And it was released in August in the United States. Yeah, stuff there. But it was released uh, in November in 1979 in Australia. So we've shoved it into our November episode as we prepare for the birth of our Lord and Saviour, Brian Cohen. Um, yes. Interesting in this movie as well, houses, apartment. Apartments or palaces. Or palaces. That's it. Nothing in between. No in between. Still That's haven't it. seen a two-bedroom. Still haven't seen a little two-bedroom house. Detached like unit. House. No. So Keep an just eye waiting. Out. We'll get there one day. With this will house watch. <laughs> that's that's how we're going to we'll watch movies. Give a housing report yep. at the end of it. Yep. All right. Out of five drinks, do they drink anything? Um, I'll give you five. Cruci- no, God, no. Um, I'm going to give it four and a half juniper berries. Waters into wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. Uh, we will be back with another review next week. Thank you, Brett. Thanks. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>